post office poems, written by a mail carrier, produced by his brother. Now, where is my... trying to decide what to call them. The people who get the mail. The young get a few letters here and there, a few ads. These old white men and women, always friendly, pleased to see you, they get the mail. 10 or 20 thick envelopes a day with the contents written on the outside. Different flavors for different needs. Some victims of Publishers Clearinghouse, some favorites of the Catholic charities wooed by disfigured black faces, some still fighting old wars, dispatches from the front, against the illegals, Nancy Pelosi, and the enemies of Israel. I feel their loneliness, distorting my path, tugging at my wrists. You, old men and women, spoke to the emptiness, and it spoke back. They can smell you now. They will never be done with you. After you die, it will continue. They will beg at your graveside, as loyal as a dog follies of unreturnable pleas, vexing whoever must deal with your earthly aftermath, as I deal with the unsustaining present. The first time I remember thinking seriously that I wanted to be a mailman was about 15 years ago. That's not exactly a lifetime ambition, but it's funny that it took me this long to get here. And upon getting here, to find that here had just started to disintegrate. This is a generalizable pattern. Having in my 30s finally figured out something of how to live in this world, I find the world 
There is the temptation to maudlin or self-pitying about this, but that feels gross. After all, it's not like people's lives and livelihoods being decided in rigged elections is new. It's just finally reached me now, and it's just my job, not my rights or my freedom. I'll get by. If I fail out of this through weakness or pressure, or the ultimate failure of this as a concept, I'll do something else. I think what I find myself wishing is that I was the kind of person who could take this adversity and sharpen steel with it. I am, in fact, the kind of person who takes and takes adversity until some tipping point is reached, upon which I lose ego cohesion and, generally, my wallet and keys. Months later, I wake up and start to put the pieces together again. As I get older, I find myself understanding the omelas mindset more and more. That's from that short story by Ursula K. Le Guin, which is that willingness to wall off a safe space for you and yours at the cost of letting everything else burn. I think it's not selfishness or even fear that drives it necessarily, just fatigue. There's comfort in not giving a shit. And I can understand opting for the bomb shelter if there's a hammock in there. A poem. What do the middle classes do during quarantine? They clean out their garages. They work in their gardens. They order seeds. They let their dogs and chickens run loose. They order office furniture for their homes. They bicycle with their children through the empty, busy streets. They embark on home improvement projects. 
projects. They order lumber. They look away from me as I pass. Write to Post Office Poems, P.O. Box 86105, Portland, Oregon, 97286, or uh, at postofficepoems.com.